2: Download the TrueCar mobile app or go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. With TrueCar, you can save time, save money, and never overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the TrueCar mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today.
4: Favorite songs
3: right?
1: I love it so much.
4: And a great rendition from Glee tonight. I a- know, amazing. Um, well, hello, AfterBuzzers. We're, of course, here doing another Glee After Show for you all. We're in Season 6, Episode 7, and we're streaming live on YouTube tonight. And uh, you can always find us on YouTube at youtube.com backslash TV. Also on SoundCloud and iTunes. We love hearing what you're thinking about this final season of Glee, so always rate, comment, let us know what you're thinking. We read it all, and we love hearing from you. Um, so you can also tweet at us at ABTV. B- Glee, sorry, <laughs> um, and I'm Stephanie
1: Wanger. Hannah hey, Pritchard,
4: and um, tonight's episode, of course, is transitioning, and the big reason why, of course, was Coach Beast, who transitioned from female to male. Um, we saw kind of. A prelude to that, and Marissa, wh- Marissa, you were supposed to jump in. with um,
3: Yes, hello everyone, yes, I am here.
4: Marissa. Uh, Marissa's in the booth tonight, I and, I, and I was waiting for her to jump in, and then I like didn't hear it, but I'm so excited that you're here, Marissa, and <laughs> we want to hear all your theories, of I'm, course. I'm
3: excited that I'm here, granted I can't see you, you can't see me, but we are here talking about Glee. Fear not.
4: Marissa, are you mad at me that I was trying to continue the introduction? Of course
3: not, of course not. Okay.
4: I'm so glad. All right. So let's get into this Beast situation. Um, What did you think? I think the big reveal was made in every publication. Like, they were trying to do a big reveal of what Beast would look like as a male. And I thought it was a little weird because... We knew what she looked like. If you're a fan of Glee, right. you saw it in every publication. I feel like two weeks ago this came out. Um, so it was a weird thing to, like, trying to be reveal.
1: Yeah, but they did a great job. It was very subtle. It was I thought it was the perfect way to go about her transition. Like, she still looked so similar to her character prior with mm-hmm. just, like, slight changes. I thought it was a very good transition.
4: Yeah, I thought they did the makeup department deserved an incredible... Incredible oh, amount yeah. of credit for that because it was you could see i guess the like female beast or the, the her former self and then what she became as this oh yeah male. the
1: stubble was on point yeah. they did it very perfectly
3: marissa what did you think i think it was really great that they really hit this topic um because it it deals with a lot of people and i guess you know we we say every week that glee is so good at dealing with social issues and social problems not that this really is an issue but it is a hot button topic and i think again they nailed this story very tactfully very tastefully and in very glee-like manner well i mean i think that it's
4: becoming something that's so prevalent in society as a whole, because we're seeing it really mirrored in pop culture. Um, there's an Amazon series. Uh, is it Transparent?
1: I, I don't know. I actually haven't seen that.
4: Believe it, I believe it's Transparent that has similar issues brought up. This is, the, I believe, the first network show to talk talk about it but yeah. i feel like it's been kind of on the periphery for a while and it's great to see what glee does so well which is address these issues and i also really appreciated them having
1: sue being accepting oh yes and uh, well and still keeping her wit about it and everything. Still being classic Sue by like laying in some jabs but still being very accepting and um, helping Beast out with everything and I also liked them bringing um, Unique back because that was the closest that we got to a situation like this prior, you know, having Unique's character come back and relate with Beast. I really, really liked an opening in that fashion.
3: And and we'd like to say something from the booth here. Yes. uh, Guys, I'm so excited to join you for just a minute. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I
5: wanted to say that I love the way that the Beast storyline went tonight. I think it's really, really great what they're doing. And like you guys said, I think that Sue was really amazing with the way she handled it. And I was so happy to see Unique back. I love that we're finally recalling back to the people that we miss the
1: most on the show. So I thought that was great. Absolutely. I and love all the ghost voices.
3: Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think bringing Unique back is the best person to talk to Beast about this topic. Absolutely. The best Absolutely.
1: And it was cool to watch her um, be. The person giving the advice to Beast, her being younger and showing compassion, helping her out, there, everything, I thought it was a cool way to go about the whole situation.
4: A lot of the episode we saw that, though, I feel like, in a way, we'll get into Rachel and Kurt's storyline later on, but that Will was kind of going to them for advice or to kind of reunite that like older generation and younger generation, and that's something that a lot of times on Glee we have the older generation obviously imparting wisdom, but it was nice to kind of have that role yeah, reversal. Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's true. I was with both of them. I didn't even think about that before. Yeah, it was awesome.
4: Yeah. Um, I also appreciated, though, that they didn't make everything so, so perfect for for Beast. I think, realistically, going back into a high school environment after going through this transition, it's not going to be necessarily peachy and wonderful it was really nice to see mckinley supportive but then you had vocal adrenaline come in who of course was were awful awful bullying her it's not something that i want to see let me make that very clear but, but like so real but it's real and yeah, i thought that absolutely. rather than having it just be like oh it's a whitewashed perfect experience like right. let's have it be a little bit more real and and i appreciated that and i appreciated that will stood up for her as well yeah, absolutely.
1: Him. All of the, like, punking by vocal adrenaline, like, brought me back to my high school days. <laughs> you know when, like, you play the neighboring football team and they all start playing pranks on each other's high school? That's what it made me think of. Yeah. Unfortunately, their attacks were personal attacks, but... Yeah, I mean, so. I, I mean, mean that... Oh, sorry, oh, go ahead, Marissa.
3: Also, I think it's good that we did see opposing... Uh, sides to this type of story. I mean, we Absolutely. had Glee, who was the McKinley, who was very acceptable, and then we had Vocal Adrenaline, who was not. And of course, for some situation like this, you're going to get both sides. But I think the overall message of this episode was exactly how you handle bullying and uh, agon, eh, you know, antagonizing kind of antics from other people. It's how you go about handling it, and not you know n- taking the higher ground.
4: I agree, and also learning, I think, to stand up for yourself in some way, that it's not... Like, we saw Will stand up for himself by the end of the episode. We saw Beast standing up for himself. We saw, in a lot of ways, um, even uh, Blaine kind of... I think people want to see Kurt and Blaine back together, but that he was, like, standing up for his love and, and what he wanted, and I think that that was a big part of this transitioning episode was standing up for what you want
1: right and they did it in a way where it wasn't like they were getting personal or attacking anybody they were allowing people to learn by like sitting back when there was you know issues or animosity or anything everybody sat back like even with vocal adrenaline and him trying to teach them a lesson at the end you know which obviously we'll get to he didn't try to force anything upon them or yell at them or shove his opinions down their throat. And I felt like that laid in with every situation in the episode tonight. Everybody just kind of stepped back and waited for that person that they wanted to teach something to, to learn on their own.
4: I I couldn't agree more. I I wanted... I was kind of nervous about this episode. I felt like it could be really great or kind of fall apart at the seams. And while I was watching the episode I was even a little bit concerned about the direction they were going at times and when I'm talking about it now with you I'm starting to see all the things I'm like wait there are these overarching things that were really great about the the episode where sometimes I think because we're watching it you get Like kind of, I don't know, waylaid by the details of it. You're like, oh, that was so frustrating. And (laughs) when you look at the overall lessons, it is, they did a great job. They
1: lay it in really well.
4: (laughs) They do. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I loved that um, Will we we saw the return of Will and Emma? Maybe that's a good place. Too. I love
1: seeing Emma back on the show. I know. It was so great seeing Emma. It was so good. I feel like we saw her head floating in the last episode, but we actually. I know it was like her tonight. I, it was amazing because
3: I
4: think or we had like tonight, Emma yeah. like a look-alike situation in the last episode. I didn't feel like it was actually Emma. Sorry, Glee fans. (laughs) But tonight, I was like, yes, Emma's back. And she. I love that she returned kind of in the same form that she had been, that she was still kind of the supportive wife to Will, but again, stood her own ground and was like, you have to be a good example for our son. You can't just get mixed up in all of the like perks of this job and the car and all the
1: material goods you need to look at who you are as a teacher yeah she's always so calming in situations and i like that and always ready to talk about her pamphlets which i love that they (laughs) threw that in there i thought that was really funny i mean also it's just like such a throwback to like season one of Glee.
4: right um marissa what did you think of emma being back so, uh, I've switched places.
5: Oh, hey. Hey, Roxy. Roxy Stryer, hi. Marissa will be back in a little bit, um, but I'm going to tell you my opinion of Emma being back. It's <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> you know, honestly, we're just playing games with you guys at this point. No, I, I really, I love the fact that we finally saw Emma again. You guys know all season I've been talking about where is she, what is she doing. Um, and I understand she's on another show, but again, that doesn't explain why she's not on this show. So, I really appreciated it. It was great to hear her advice. I love that little pamphlet comment she made mm-hmm. um, and I was I just felt like the show was missing something without her so I'm stoked to see her back absolutely completely agree um,
4: and let's go into Rachel and Sam because Roxy's here I want to make <laughs> sure we get Roxy's opinion on Rachel and Sam before she mm-hmm. needs to hop out again um,
5: uh, <laughs> it, it's just it's just really hard for me it's just really really hard for me um, basically what I'm thinking right now is Holy crap, why? Why are you doing this to me? Um, I really, really feel like they're just trying to replace Finn. And we had so many moments that I felt like could have been avoided. I know some people are liking it, and, and I want her to be happy. And I know everybody else wants her to be happy. But I don't feel
1: like this is the way to be happy. I have so many mixed emotions and thoughts about it. Because, I mean... I've maybe been the only one to be like, oh, I really like it for whatever reason. And it's so bizarre for me to say that or feel that way because of how obsessed I was with Finchel and how obsessed I was with Corey Monteith in general. But it's something, like, I don't necessarily like putting them together, but I can't hate it because when I'm watching it, it makes me happy for whatever reason. So I feel like I'm kind of the
4: middle on this. <laughs> There's a part of me, when they sing together, and we'll get into songs in a little bit, there's, like, nothing better to me. Like, their voices are incredible together. And there's something, like, charming and sweet about it. But when I realistically think about the bigger picture and, like, the fact that Corey's gone and that they are just kind of brushing over Finn. I know. And especially, like, her wall. I wanted that prominent—and maybe I missed it. And please, if I did, tweet at me— but that prominent picture of them, like, this is memories of her high school years. Where's your high school boyfriend?
1: I know, and it, it especially bothered me when she was putting the pictures in the photo album. That was, like, a great opportunity for them to do an up-close picture of her and, of her and Finn. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like that would have been a great point to do that in the middle of that song, to go back and kind of flashback to that, just show that we're not, that they're not forgetting about him, that their love is not being downgraded by any means of her being with Sam.
4: Yeah, and I think I'm fine with her. We've gotten tweets this week about we should be okay with her finding new love and why why are we, you know, trashing on this relationship. And I don't think it's that I don't want her to find new love or happiness. Like, of course, I I want all these characters to be happy in the end. But I just feel like Sam maybe isn't the right person for
1: her or get outside of that McKinley circle and see what else is out there. Well, I feel like if it's... That is the one thing about it that I think makes me more so okay with it because I feel like if it is going to be anybody that she moves on with, I think it should be somebody from the original Glee Club. Interesting. Okay, because
4: I feel like... I know it would be hard to become invested in a relationship that is, like, new to us. Right. But I just feel like Sam is, like, filling a slot.
1: Well, he is... Kind of, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's better than because I, I mean I can't remember his name now. But what's his what's his butt from um, school? Can't mm-hmm. remember his name. The dude she dated in college. Yeah. Not, oh, whatever oh I yeah. Um,
4: the, I know who you're talking about. What? What? The, the one that who dated in college? Uh, that Rachel, Rachel dated in college. Oh, who was the the, the gigolo? Yeah, I did not <laughs> like him.
1: So I like with that. I'm like, well. I would rather her be with somebody from the Glee Club than them try to pull another situation like that. If they're going to put her with anybody. You know what I mean? Which they have, so. Yeah, I just, (laughs) I guess it's when I also think about Sam's personality overall, I don't know
4: that they're, like, a perfect mesh. I mean, these are just, like, the issues that I have. I think they're sweet together, but, like, (laughs) there's just the other side of it is, like, realistically with these two people, like, who's, Rachel's super driven and Sam's, like, silly and goofy. And they both have their place, but I don't know that, like, their personalities match. What are you thinking, Roxy? I'm clearly very divided. <laughs> you know, you
5: know I, I feel the exact same way. If I felt like they vibed really well, I could get over the fact that I, <laughs> that I thought it was a little quick to move on or whatnot, but I just don't. I feel like they're, the ways that the two of them are intelligent are so opposite from one another that in real life, could I see them as a couple? No, it's the same reason that I didn't like Mercedes and Sam. When when you don't mesh, you don't mesh, and I don't see the chemistry, sexual or otherwise. Only time. The only time I see chemistry is when they're singing together. So, I mean, I guess if they just want to have a relationship of songs, then I might be okay with it. No, I take that back. I, w- I wouldn't be okay with
1: it. I'm not okay with it. Roxy, we don't even have to see you to know you're getting heated about it. <laughs> I, I'm loving our energy.
4: Like, today is just, like, a level 10. Oh,
1: I know. We, we're,
4: we're going crazy in here. But that being said, I just, I think... I hope that by the end of the series, and I guess we're getting into a prediction here, that Rachel finds some satisfaction within herself. We talked about, like, self-acceptance tonight and, like, standing up for yourself. And I feel like in a lot of ways, she kind of took the job at McKinley because it was, like, I don't want to say an easy choice, but it was there. It was comfortable. It was easy to go home. Sam might be for a similar reason. It's comfortable. I would and agree I f- with that. And I feel like Rachel has always been this driven, amazing woman, and I want to see her
1: go back to that. I, actually, I do completely agree with that. When you put it that way, okay. <laughs> but I still enjoy watching it. And can we just say, though, that I don't know if it's because he's getting more airtime or if it's because they're trying to put him in those shoes with Rachel, but he has gotten a little bit more hunky this season. Like, I, I agree. I'm falling in love with him a little also, bit more.
4: I think we've mentioned it in past episodes, but Court Overstreet. I don't know. I feel like maybe I just didn't notice it, but his voice I was know. like is insane this season.
5: Yeah, I have to say that I was watching this for the first time because I did watch it twice alone <laughs> in my room when my roommate who only watched season one or season two, sorry, came and jumped in on my bed and was like, ooh, who's this hot guy? And I was like, you don't <laughs> remember Trouty Mouth? Uh-huh. And she was like, no, that doesn't even look like him. So I will say he has really changed and grown. And I, none of this has to do with the fact that I don't like him. I love him. I love <laughs> his character. I don't like them together. Yeah, like, as
4: individuals, I think they're really great. I just don't understand, realistically, a pairing between, like, the goofiest guy in school, like, the class clown, which is always what Sam has been. Correct me if I'm wrong. But, like, and then this girl who's been ridiculously driven and, you know, kind of pushed everything else aside in order to achieve
5: her dreams. How do those two people... Mesh. Okay, to play mm-hmm. devil's advocate for one second though, on Go paper, for it, <laughs> on paper, I wouldn't necessarily see Rachel and Finn meshing either because I didn't feel like. That's I mean true. He was a little bit yeah. of a class clown also, so it's not even like it's not even like on paper. I don't see them matching. So in reality, I don't like them because everybody knows that I love. Finchel, like I'm the biggest fan ever. Um, so I, it's not that I can't even put my finger on what it is. Something about this whole thing just seems disrespectful to me. It just does.
4: I yeah, agree. I mean, you even said that it, it just felt it felt wrong. Or I mean, I don't even know. Maybe yeah. it was, one of us said it felt wrong, and I feel like that was all part of us. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Potentially all of us. Um, I, and I I hope that I kind of come around to it. I also feel like this has been a very quick relationship. It, it kind of went from, oh, we're friends, to something way more very quickly. And right. so I hope that we kind of,
1: maybe it, it'll become, I'll become more accepting of it. I don't know. Or I think it'll be fleeting to some degree. Because with you saying about her wanting to see her, be independent again and strive for everything, and go back to New York and all of that stuff. I feel like there's a possibility that that will happen, and it will, and we'll just accept Rachel and Sam's relationship as something that just kind of helped her move on to some degree.
4: I do have to say, he was very supportive tonight. Oh yeah, like it was, he, like very, like I think you should bring the wall with you, and you know, you belong in New York, and I think really helping her see that there's a bigger world than
5: McKinley well it's like when Mercedes said I need you to help heal her heart exactly Uh, yeah but uh, you're exactly in one way I'm exactly in the (laughs) other way Like I don't think that's a good exactly. I think that's a weird thing for somebody to be in your life for. Like, It's like when people say you know, have you ever had a girlfriend that's like, I really need a boyfriend right now. That's not the right way to go about it. The right way to go about it is to find somebody that you really care about and then want him to be your boyfriend. You know, it's like when you just decide you need something in life and then you search for it, I feel like you usually get kind of screwed. So I'm nervous that she is like, oh, I need, need my heart to be healed and she just turns around and there he is and she's like, all right, like better than
4: nothing. I mean, as, as I said he's he's there it's like the easy the easy choice and I hope that it either I hope that she finds her own identity and goes back to New York and figures out what she wants in life but the other side of it is if they want to keep her together, I hope that we see some deeper connection like the reason why this is happening not just like fill in the blank Sam is here. <laughs>
1: Alright, and I will say, Roxy, I agree with everything that you just said. (laughs) Is it because I'm
5: so brilliant? It
1: it, it absolutely is. (laughs) I mean, everything you say, I'm just like, oh God, it's like words from God. She just laid it all in for me. Uh, Well, especially uh because we can't see her tonight, so it's... It's, it's, She's the (laughs) all-knowing. I'm
5: the voice of God. No, it's so
4: amazing. Um, It's not true. (laughs) um, Well, I feel like we've come down kind of hard on Sam and Rachel, so let us know what you're thinking out there. Um, You can always tweet at using the hashtag ABTV Glee and uh, you can go on iTunes and YouTube rate and comment. Of course, we are live so we will be looking at your comments as
5: well. Um, Which is YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV and we're here if you're watching this later. Um, we are on at 4pm Pacific Time on to- uh, Monday. Sorry, on Mondays. Yes. yes.
4: Um, and we'll be back next week with more. And that being Woo-hoo. said... you. <laughs> Um, so let's go to Blaine and Kurt. This, I have to say, they are my favorite couple on the show right now. Really? They're so, I mean, I know they're not a couple right now,
1: but they are, they're adorable together. I, I do not know what to think, honestly, about everything that's happening. I'm like so, what? I really <laughs> don't. I'm like so weirded out by the progress or not progress that they're making. Like, for, Kurt to be going after Blaine more so in the beginning and wanting things with him. And then we get that awkward kiss from Blaine tonight, which I liked. I liked that he made a move. But then I wanted, after Kurt's been, like, kind of pining for him these past couple of episodes, to not then move forward forward with it. And then we have Blaine rushing into the room later, and Kurt's the one going out on a date. I'm like, okay, what? And then next week it looks like something may happen between... I'm like, what? Uh, I don't know what th- I really don't. My yeah. I'm like what I I don't know. I can't get my thoughts together. No, I it. feel
4: like you're you're not alone in that. Like that feeling of like we finally get the kiss and then it's two steps backwards.
5: And yeah. It,
4: it that definitely there's some frustration there. I just love them together. So any like
5: time we get a kiss from
4: them, Amen, or, sister. Like <laughs> any any little like crumb. I'll take it.
5: Like, yeah. You guys know that this isn't the equivalent of Britanna for me because that's my favorite, but I am a huge claim supporter. Uh And I didn't find the kiss to be awkward. I felt really? it. I, I don't know. I understand that cheating in any scenario is wrong and I'm a big believer in that. So do I think that Blaine probably should have ended things with Dave before he cr- kissed Kurt? Yes. That's a great point. That absolutely he should have. But that being said, to me, it's just destiny. Like I just feel like they're supposed to be together one way or another. <laughs> I'm so sappy about it, but I, I really feel like that's true. So, and even Dave kind of felt that way. Like, he Dave wasn't did. surprised by the whole thing. He kind of knew what was up. So, I didn't find the kiss to be uh, in bad timing, in a little bit of bad taste, but not in bad timing. But I, I will say that that's kind of the way life works. Like, when one right. person's ready for something, the other isn't. And then that person's ready, and then the other person isn't. And so, I thought it was really realistic that this is kind of the way that it played out.
1: Which I liked that um, Karowski. I liked how he was so supportive. I really did actually like yeah. that scene a lot, I, and I don't always like his scenes. But
4: I have to say, I also loved that Dave says, "Please go say it to him, not sing it." I know it was funny, such That's like ridiculous. ridiculous, such an amazing <laughs> like again self aware moment that Glee does so well. Because um, I, but the other half of me was like, I really want him to sing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I will. Okay. Along with that, there's yes. another thing that I wanted to say, but along with that while you said that, when Blaine did kiss him and then walk away, yeah. when uh, Time After Time started, I was hoping that it was going to be Kurt singing it. I was like, oh yes, this is going to be awesome. This mm-hmm. is going to be so beautiful. Not that I was mad that I was Rachel and Sam, yeah. but I just thought it would have been perfect. I liked the thought of that, him singing alone in the dark about Blaine. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Mean, I agree. <laughs> I mean,
4: I feel like um, we'll get into their songs in a few minutes, but the fact that they... Um, they had a number tonight really thrilled me, but I, I wanted it like to have a little more meaning. More. Than, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I don't know, though. I feel like Kurt and Blaine are kind of, in some ways, in a waiting pattern until... I feel like they're waiting till the final few episodes to put them together. Yeah. I feel like they're not ready. We're in episode 7. There's 13 episodes. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: And I don't know why, but I actually like the idea of Blaine being the one chasing after Kurt than the other way around. Me yeah. too. I,
5: I, I think that we've always seen Kurt chase a little bit after where Blaine, like starting from day one when um Blaine, ha, like they talked about, had a crush on somebody else. And it's like finally time where I, I don't know, because I guess Kurt's the one who walked away too, but he did try to get him back and Blaine had moved on and now it's cool to see it, it switched. Right. It, yeah. Am I
4: incorrect in saying that Blaine... Did Blaine cheat or did Kurt cheat? I'm trying to remember. Blaine originally had cheated. Blaine originally cheated. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I'm oh like, oh god, I don't even remember. Yeah,
5: and so I think it is Once a cheater, always a cheater. <laughs>
1: that didn't even sound like you and I was like now who's in the booth? <laughs> I
5: was just like I was like, Hello person, I don't know <laughs> No, that was me. That I have got many voices. Um
4: amazing. Um I just yeah, it's one of those things though where I do like the idea of Blaine fighting for what they have. He's finally seeing it. I feel like Kurt's always seen it in some capacity, and Blaine's always been more...
5: Yeah, I don't even. Yeah.
4: I don't even want to say like questioning of it. It's not really questioning.
5: It's just like he's finally fighting for it. Yeah. yeah. I was listening to the radio today, and Neo was on, and they asked Neo, "Are you a lover or a fighter?" And he said, "I fight for love." And I think that that's a really sweet answer. And I think it kind of applies here. <laughs> I know, that, ridiculous. Betsy. Yes, you're welcome. The voice of wisdom. You still agree with everything I'm saying? I absolutely, do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Wise (laughs) words from Neo, who, by the way, used to be called Go-Go. Thank you. I learned that on the radio too. Again, for that, I feel like we need to like put a link to this interview somewhere.
4: (laughs) Um, Don't judge me, just love me. (laughs) Regardless of that, moving back into Glee, let's try to keep it somewhat on track.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, um,
5: Oh, I really threw you guys off your game there.
4: Yeah.
1: Right now, where (laughs) are we? I don't know,
0: (laughs) Neo.
4: I mean, we could go into a whole conversation about Neo, but um, (laughs) let's instead go with Will and Emma, who I know we talked about briefly at the top i am feeling like he again is kind of he's lost in his own way um we saw beast at the beginning she's uh like transitioned and is figuring out how to be in this community and 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 identify as a male and all of this but he's lost too i think he's figuring out you know, is it enough all these material things, or should I still be the role model that I've always wanted to be?
1: I know, and well, and it bums me out actually this episode and the way that they dealt with that because I believe I had said before that I missed the teaching quality of him, how mm-hmm. he like wants to instill you know thought and things in younger generations, et cetera, in his Glee students. And with vocal adrenaline, he had such an opportunity to help these really troubled minds with their whole path and everything. And I, I like, I did not like that they kind of had him just leave. Yeah, just back out and quit on it a little bit. Like he was so close, he was starting to make an effort in it. And I understand why he doesn't want to be there and why he's frustrated with them. But I feel like the great thing about him was that he always rose with a challenge you know what i mean yeah and, absolutely and helped you know the most troubled kids find their way i so don't
5: feel like this is the end i mean i, I understand what I you're saying not. completely and if this show is going to end tomorrow i would be <laughs> livid with the choices right. that will made but i really feel like he hit a wall and at this point he was like honestly i can't offer these kids help if they don't want help as it's jerry true. mcguire says help me help you Ratsy, what is going on?
1: Oh, wow. You got all the quotes today. I was
4: going to say, we are operating here at, like,
1: Yo,
5: the booth does strange things to me. Really strange things.
4: Um, It does. I don't think I've ever done a show with you in the booth. Um, so fair. It's fair. Um, I, the, I guess I'm, again, divided. There's yeah. a part of me that was really proud of him for realizing that he couldn't be a role model to these kids. Kids and that he needed to find, you know, some way of returning to who he was at McKinley, and in some ways, I guess, returning to McKinley, which he was the a special alumni consultant. Was that Le- what was-
1: whatever a made-up name?
4: Um, special alumni consultant. I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, I, and there was a part of me that was like, that's good, you're, like, standing up for yourself and you're doing what's right for you. And then the other part of me was exactly where you're at, Hannah. I couldn't believe that he was leaving these kids. And, you know, he has so much more to teach them. And he wasn't getting through to them, but find another way of reaching out. And maybe you're right, Roxy, maybe it won't be the end for this story,
1: but it really bothered me that he was just like, all right, I'm going back to McKinley. I don't like it here. Done. Right. Well, I do think there will be a, a moment or conversation with Clint at some point. Like, I feel like he has to turn the corner or else like, why did, why did we even present mm-hmm. him so, with Will?
5: the chat has a lot of thoughts on Will. People are Beautiful. saying, so this is coming from Jordan K 95 says felt like an easy way to get Will back to McKinley with Rachel and Kurt. Do you guys feel like it was an easy out? Yes. Yeah. I did. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, they're also saying that they're, they might be biased. So Green Thunder says he might be biased because um, he's interpret too. But sometimes he likes Clint. But this episode, <laughs> he really didn't like him. Uh, what do you guys feel about Clint?
1: I I do not like him but if they use him correctly in the storyline with Will then I like what he would serve in the storyline for Will. Does that make sense? Like I don't necessarily like the character but I like what he may have to offer to Will's storyline.
4: Yeah I think he could be a catalyst and that's really exciting. I think if they use him properly he's a catalyst. If he is truly just the bully that we saw in the top of the episode with Beast and just and standing up to Will but not having any real reason other than I am the team which is a terrible thing to say <laughs> yeah. in general. Just like, I, you don't want to like him, but I do like if he serves that greater purpose. Right. Um, yeah.
5: I, I want to punch Clint in the face, but that could just be me. <laughs> I mean, as as Gandhi once said. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he really needs a
4: lesson of some sort, and I, I hope Will becomes that guy who e- even if it takes Clint coming over to mckinley whatever that message is if clint realizes i want some story arc for him that whatever's happening at vocal adrenaline is not okay i'm either going to change vocal adrenaline or i will leave it i do not want him to just continue to be this bully that is not a solution in my mind thanks glee
5: (laughs) yeah but in all fairness sometimes people are bullies like glee has a way of changing everybody and sometimes people just can't be changed
1: that's true that is a true, true, true point. are yeah, mighty you really, powerful. Aunt. You boost my ego. I was <laughs> I gonna do. say
4: no but, problem. <laughs> oh Roxy, but I feel like that's such a half gla- or glass half full way of looking at the world. Like I, I know I'm not saying that everyone can change. Obviously, living in the real world, you know that's not true. But there's a part of me that wants, I guess, like a neat little like bow tie on Just this. For Will, though, but on on at least <laughs> Glee. Like Glee has always been a world that is not always based truly in reality, let's be honest. Um, and there's a part of me that really does want
5: a nice, like, ending to okay, this. Okay, but can I tell you what the chat wants? Because yes. Gareth yes. Wiper wants, says, Clint is so annoying, I just want Roxy to beat the crap out of him. So, <laughs> favorite comment ever. That. There you go, that's amazing. Thank you for I'm that. I'm thinking about it for sure.
4: <laughs> that's incredible. No, I, I do, I want to see him evolve in some way. Even if it's not fully there, just a step in the right direction would be or just
1: lose if he's not gonna have like a moment of realization and you know come to the light or whatever then like by the end when everything's said and done and they lose you know nationals then then he has that like kick the dirt kind of moment at least yeah
4: I agree um, let's get into songs here, because I can't believe we're at near the end of our show already, so let's yeah, jump into songs. Um, so, You Give Love a Bad Name, the Bon Jovi song. This was I'm a sorry, l- was that a song tonight? It was a song tonight, Roxy. <laughs> I know. We did not see a lot of
1: it, admittedly. Which bummed me up because I actually love this song so much. Same. <laughs> actually same. Yeah. i was
5: so bummed.
1: Really bummed about it. The minute it started, and that's what it was coming in with. And I actually liked their performance thus far out of yeah. it. I was like, yes, and then, okay.
4: Yeah, it was... It was like was a it? taste. I wanted so much more, and I was hoping it would like loop back around and we'd get more of the song. It just, nope. it never happened.
5: That's okay though. Yeah. Um, it, it, I, I guess it's okay. Yeah, I whatever. suppose it's okay, and by that I mean it's not okay at all. At what point did we start singing songs that we can't finish? They like half of it was on mute. We weren't watching them for part of it. I can't go download this off iTunes the way that it was. Like what? <laughs> no, I mean. Well, maybe that's the solution. Go to iTunes and find the
4: rest of it. <laughs> I don't know, because you know that on iTunes they have the full yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's the solution. I don't know, Roxy. <laughs> I
1: feel like you're back there holding like, a stress ball in your hand while you talk.
4: 100%. Um, Squeeze the ball. And oh, the, no, the next sorry, song sorry. is... Oh my gosh, Roxy. Um, so the next song is Same Love, Macklemore, and Ryan Lewis. This is Oh like the original version, one of my favorite songs. It's it's such a fun song to listen to. It was played non-stop, I think, on the radio last summer. Um
5: right, because and, it's got a really great message because yes. this is one of the songs of our generation that actually doesn't just talk about like hitting women or having sex or drinking. No, like it's a really really great song and I I appreciated that they did it on the show. I didn't know if they would, but I was hoping that this season they would cover it.
1: Which I love that's I love that song and I'm glad they did it too. I I actually didn't like this version of it though. Uh, why didn't you like it? I just didn't. I usually like Will rapping, but for whatever reason, I was like, nobody can do it like Matt does it. I yeah. mean, there is a
4: unique sound to Matt yeah. and and it is special, but I thought it was in Matthew
1: Morrison's wheelhouse. Like, I, no, I felt it, like it, it totally it, is.
4: Like, that was a song that naturally fit him. I'm glad they gave it to him.
1: Yeah, I agree. If they gave it to anybody, then I'm glad it's him, and I think it does fit his wheelhouse, but it just wasn't. I don't know. I, I think it may honestly be just because that is going to be or, or is currently and will be such like an iconic song like you said for our generation that something about it just, I don't, I don't know that mm-hmm. was lacking a little bit for me.
5: Yeah, I kind of get what you're saying. I, I said I love that they did the song. Right. I didn't I didn't say that I loved the song that they did, yeah. you know, like the performance thing. <laughs> I thought that it was good. Um, I, I just feel like Macklemore and Ryan Lewis have such swag about that. Right? But yeah. like, <laughs> that's what It was. <laughs> really wasn't like, it's not like they could have a really swaggy performance for this. He was trying to f- make a point so I I feel like if he came on and was like, yo, yeah, whatever, I, I mean, you guys can't see me right now, but I'm trying to do what would be considered my rapper hands. I like, can see <laughs> your little above <laughs> bobbing. I'm doing the little bob. I don't feel like it would have worked so well. That's fair. Um, and what about All
4: About That Bass? Of course, a Megan Trainor song just nominated for Grammys. Um,
1: well, I love Roderick, so... His voice. I mean, I loved his voice in this song.
5: Yeah. You don't want to get me started on Roderick. I, I'm having I'm having thoughts about Roderick, and I, let's just put it that way. I love Roderick. I, I, I loved
4: Mercedes and Roderick together. I actually wouldn't have necessarily paired those two together. I, their voices, I, bo- I love both of their voices individually, but just the pairing was surprising to me, and I loved it. I thought it worked really well.
5: Yeah, I agree, and this was a perfect song for them. Obviously yeah. uh, both of them are what this generation would consider plus size and this song was like so fitting for them. They um, worked it. And they yeah. totally worked it and they both looked hot and awesome and I loved it. Um, <laughs> what it has to do with transitioning, not sure.
1: Really not Really <laughs> I, not sure. I'm not sure I know, like there were a couple songs that had to do with transitioning but overall I'm like the majority of the songs like somebody please explain to me because I missed yeah. the boat Confusing.
4: it. I agree. Um, the next one, Somebody uh, Loves You, which is a Betty Who song. I was actually not familiar with the song. This was the Blaine and Kurt duet. Um, oh yeah, I was not familiar with the original I, I know, like, like any time they sing together so for me that was the selling point I didn't particularly love the song selection
5: yeah what was actually cool for me is that I also wasn't familiar with the song and I, I typically pride myself on being familiar with most of these songs because I listen to such a wide variety of music but I didn't know this song and I love when Glee can introduce me to music that I like yeah, and I, I really enjoyed this song I didn't think that if I was going to sing I don't think that if I was going to sing a song with my ex and like have it be maybe the rekindling point this would be the song that I would pick agreed so if this had been like a random night I would have rocked out to the song and I really will download this and I did enjoy it but it wasn't the epic teenage dream moment that I was hoping for
1: I absolutely agree like I, I liked it I don't have anything really bad to say about the song in general or you know their take on it what not but I just felt like it was a a just a fun part in the episode and that was kind of it and I want I like you said I wanted something more between Kurt and Blaine singing a duet again together but aside from that you know it served its purpose for like the house party it was fun yeah, and I liked seeing them dance around in costumes I could see that for sure.
4: <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, they were—they're cute together. They—they they, that was cute to see their chemistry on stage.
5: I really liked. What um, was going on during their performance with the rest of the people? Like they were like fighting over. And, we. It was kind of strange.
1: I don't know, but all I have to say is there was one moment when Artie had on that Pharaoh hat and he like did a crazy like mummy looking thing that I <laughs> loved. I thought it was so <laughs> funny.
4: All right, but, well, go. Sorry. I have to go back and rewatch that. It's <laughs> a split
1: second, but it's a real funny. All right, I'll have to check that out.
5: Um, that sounded so half-hearted. Like, oh yeah, sure, uh, I'll check yeah, it out.
1: So cool. No, I, I, I
4: genuinely meant it, Roxy. <laughs> oh yeah, sure, sure, cool. I'll go check that out. Maybe just because
5: you, you can't see me doesn't mean I'm not being genuine. Hey, I'm operating the cameras. I see all. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, oh. so. <laughs> Wow, we're doing really well today. Um, Hey, people in the chat, don't mind us. (laughs) All right.
4: right. So, (laughs) time after time, um, I know after being so negative about Rachel and Sam, people are going (laughs) to think I'm crazy because this was my favorite song of the night. I love the original, and I thought they did such a great job bringing it back and and
1: just their own rendition of it. I I loved it. I really liked it, too, actually. I mean, I love the song. I think the original is untouchable, but... Um, I just I really like Sam's voice this season I love hearing it so much and I, it's mm-hmm. and especially the songs that they've given him it shows like you know I don't know just how powerful and yet soothing his voice is I, I really I just like him alright I have to ask a question because we
5: we're talking again about this couple Yes. And I from the chat, Andy Magellan, sorry if I butchered your name, wants to know, did Sam and Rachel have sex? Some people are saying that they just made out. So uh, what do you guys think I about
4: thought that? I thought it was like a kiss
1: make out yeah, situation. That's, that's like, what I thought, too. He, like,
5: pushed her on the bed, though. Whoa,
1: I like, well, my brain did not go there, and usually I'm the first to go there. Huh. But I, yeah,
4: I went with, like, kissing, like, comforting kisses, like, she's leaving her house behind, and that, like, so it was... not wanted to christen the bed. But
1: I mean, like, you know, if that was the case, I wish they would have shown us a little, like, a little bit more, like, stay on it a little bit longer.
4: Well, I feel like we're all, yeah. No, I, I just, I, maybe I misinterpreted, so tweet at me, but I feel like the way I interpreted that was, like... He was there for her, like kissing her. I did not. And maybe turn into a way. hot steamy makeout session. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Interesting. Let's go to the last song, though. Um, I know where I've been, which is a hairspray. I mean, I love hairspray so so much. So for me, this was a great number. And of course, we should mention that they had a transgender um, chorus there. I believe it was three hundred people, which crazy and amazing um to do that and kind of again going with that transitioning theme that they did so well
1: i loved it so much like this was my favorite performance i have seen in a while i loved it so much the minute those curtains opened like my heart just melted a little bit and i i wanted to tear up but like y'all were in the room so <laughs> yeah i try to keep my tears to myself, but I, I seriously loved this performance so much. It's I th- honestly think it may be my favorite thus far, and I liked that we brought back Unique to do it.
3: Yeah. Whose I, voice I, is killer? I know. I just gotta say, hi guys, I'm back. <laughs> I was gonna say, we have Marissa back. <laughs> this has been a crazy show. <laughs> um, I, I gotta say, this was the most endearing number out of the whole episode, because so because this particular number affects so many different people and the fact that you know just the acceptance of Beast and how she walked into the crowd just Ugh. amongst the yeah, whole I mean, group amazing. of what seems like just normal regular people even though they're they're more they're more than normal they're special they're extraordinary and I thought it was so well sung and just the overall message of it phenomenal agreed uh, yeah I really love this and
4: I thought it was a great way to end this episode. When you have an episode called Transitioning, that's... Like, this felt like the perfect moment. And just... Because a lot of times I have issues, we know, with the way they end episodes on the show. And this one, I was so thrilled. It was uplifting. Yeah, so happy with it. And I hope that, like, Beast, to go back to that storyline, she... Or he finds a little bit of acceptance with, you know... Where right. Where he's
5: at. I have to say that watching this the first time around, mm-hmm. um, I felt like it was a strong moment, but it wasn't until I watched it the second time that I really got chills. I yeah. don't know, something about just this entire choir room being full of people to try to help let Beast accept who she's now become or who he's now become and everybody just being there. I, I thought it was
1: beautiful. Oh I thought it was God. really mm-hmm. beautiful. Like standalone moment. Ten stars. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree. And watching, I like I say it every time that she Dot Marie has like a great moment on, on the show. Which she fortunately has so many great moments on the show. They give her so many wonderful scenes and conversations with characters. But watching her stand in that crowd and have everybody like touch her and hold her and comfort her and watch her tear up. I mean that embrace hate, was. Watch it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I just want to meet Dot Marie so bad and just talk to her about her portrayal as this character like so bad it's stupid
4: yeah yeah, no it's amazing Um, so let's get into news and gossip
3: well a- actually because you know I kind of jumped in last minute <laughs> okay. I-, I do want to say my favorite number yes. of t- tonight's episode was probably time after time that's what I said Marissa <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> high only, five only not because I'm biased and I love this song and who doesn't know the lyrics to this whole song I mean you're crazy if you don't but i think it was just uh, everything that was going on in this particular number the whole the the message board and the pictures and memories and then just literally taking it down and i think sam said the best line it's not taking down the wall it's building a new one oh,
1: yes that was and a great man, line amazing I,
3: and i think that's just like one of the first steps in life and you know moving on and growing is that you're not saying goodbye to something you're just adding more to it and uh, and adding more to your life and i loved how just how they shot it with adding more pictures but adding more memories and then just and also flashing back to everything that we've seen in the first earlier uh, episodes, you know, but the whole flashback clips, and I thought it was so en- endearing and nostalgic, and I loved it. I loved every single second of it. Guys,
5: something about the booth gives was, you motivation, like, you think you could be a motivational speaker, and Marissa <laughs> nailed it. Yeah. I was just gonna say that. I was like, there's, like, powers of
1: wisdom back in that booth. I don't know what it is. They're pumping oxygen through I, it, you
4: yeah, sure? I man it's amazing. Yeah, and I feel like, going off of what Marissa was saying, that it is. It's that final season, and we want that. We want those moments from season one season two like reliving you know those early moments of glee for sure absolutely marissa are you ready for news and gossip yes, yes. <laughs>
0: TV news.
4: so we have the wedding next week i cannot wait um of course santana and Brittany. what a huge moment that'll be i i'm so excited um that being said we are um, Et online went through a little bit of the RSVPs for the wedding and who nice. we can expect there. Um, so sugar, do you remember sugar? Yes. So sugar, sugar, sugar will be back. Um, and people have been asking for sugar to come back. I like sugar. Yeah. And Van- she,
3: she's toned deaf but hot. I mean, yeah. amazing. That's I'm the line. so excited
4: to have her and just everyone back. We saw um, Harry. Uh, is that um oh Mike Chang, sorry, I'm going by the actor's name. name. <laughs> Mike Chang uh will be back. And uh of the reunion, Vanessa who plays Sugar, says, I love being I love being back. It's like a big family reunion. There's a backstory where Sugar's coming back from the future to make sure that her moms are together, that I'm the future daughter of Britannia. So it actually makes sense that if the fan fiction were out to were to play out, this would be it. <laughs> Sure, sure. I mean, I love that it's just going that crazy. Yeah. So, something- I love fan fiction. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> like, that's some Fifty Shades of Grey stuff right there. I mean... Fan fiction, baby, at its fine. I feel
4: like Fifty Shades of Grey is a whole nother conversation. <laughs> <laughs> sure,
5: sure. Um,
4: so, also, Ryan Murphy uh, promises a happy ending to Glee um, and that there will be more songs that we want to hear covered. Um, they're talking about
5: that... <laughs> What kind of a promise is that? <laughs> of course, there will be more songs that we want to hear covered. What <laughs> like, a weird thing to say.
4: Sorry. So, um, pop, you—that's him. <laughs> pop crush. I, I believe that was summarized from him, not an actual quote. Just to be clear. Um, so, na- next week we can expect to hear Outkast Hey, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes.
5: I dig that. Yeah, yes. I totally dig that. I think we're only getting four songs next week, though, so don't dig that. But no. hey, that, the fact that Heya's won, that's gotta count for like four at least.
1: And if they yeah. mess that up, I'm gonna be really disappointed because everybody's covers of <laughs> Heya uh, are awesome. Yeah. So, come on, Glee. Should we do our own cover? Absolutely.
3: I mean, let's work
1: on it. Let's see what we can come that up will with. That would be the <laughs> intro music for next episode. <laughs> you
3: know, I, I'm proposing... Yeah. And hate me if you don't love this, but I say like our last after show, we should just sing a number. I dig it. Straight up, sing a number. I agree. Might as well, you know, go out with Bing. Um, we
5: ask you guys. Yeah. You Guys, let us know. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Do you want to Pick see a
4: that song happen? for us to sing? We promise we'll practice <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: to the best of our ability. Roxy, Roxy
4: looks at me like, no, I'm not going to practice. So, no, I, so, I
5: would, but I think it might be better if we don't. <laughs> Just a suggestion. All it would right. be fun. I I agree. <laughs> um ready for
4: predictions? Maybe we should predict whether uh, people will want us to well, sing or not. I'm going yeah. with no. Just, just <laughs> one more,
3: Yeah. Just one more thing that we do yeah. we do know that unfortunately Glee is wrapping up and this is the last season, but this current week is the last final week that they're shooting Glee. Yes, oh. it's, really, yeah. it's it's disheartening to see. I mean, uh uh, Chris Colfer posted a picture on his Instagram, uh, him recording in the studio, and he said this was his last song he was recording. Did he
5: have a big smile on his face?
3: He did, and he also, <laughs> uh, well, he left a message, like, it's going to be really hard for him to find a reason to sing.
4: I feel like, yeah, it's going to, it's one of those things where, huh. like, huh. it's going to be so strange for these people to move on, because this is what made all of them household names in so many ways, right. so... I feel like moving on will be a strange point for them. Yeah, they're
5: finding reasons for everybody to sing. Like, uh, Grant Gustin, who obviously played Blaine's old boyfriend, on Flash sang a karaoke song. Ah, Because everybody was like, we know he's got a killer voice. Yeah. So there's no way this is going to be the last of all these kids singing.
4: No, no. I mean, they will find other projects, and we've been reporting on some of them. So hopefully not the end for them at all. Just the beginning. Um, Ready for predictions now.
0: (laughs) And now, you're after
4: Buzz TV. I think I have the most obvious prediction of all time, but someone else should go first if there's.
5: Well, I'm predicting from the chat roll that we'll be singing
1: Don't Stop Believing. By the end? Oh my god. I would love that. I mean, it won't be the same without Corey I'd Love that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Try not to cry. (laughs) (laughs) Hold it together. Thank
3: you. Alright, any others? Marissa, any thoughts from the booth? I think we'll definitely hear Don't Stop Believing again and being. It would be crazy if they did that as the final final song. Can we not talk about that?
1: Y'all are gonna make me cry. Oh my god! (laughs) Only to
3: (laughs) yeah, only to bookend the whole series, and this is how I I think uh, we're gonna see because we kind of see Will coming back to Glee. And just like how episode one ended, where he said, you know, from the top, we're gonna see him, or maybe Rachel or one of the Glee members say, you know, that was great from the top, and then literally cut the black, killing me. So
4: oh. I'm gonna <laughs> let you recover for a moment, and I'll go okay. with my. So I agree with you. Will is returned in this special capacity, this alumni consultant to to the Glee <laughs> Club, and I I think that he Rachel is going to. Get the role, or a role, that will take her back to
5: New York. Yeah, Sam said it, so it must be true. Yep. I mean, (laughs) Sam
4: knows all, obviously. Or he sat in our booth and he knows all.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Um,
4: And so, I feel like Will will take the reins of the Glee Club again. And baby, this is a big one, and people can tweet at me if they hate me for this. Unite Vocal Adrenaline and the Glee Club and that maybe we won't see it on the show but that's like where we will leave it.
5: Now what, what about Warblers? Them two or no?
4: I, I, I feel like Warblers are separate but <laughs> if if you wanted them all to re- I would love it if they all went together. but, but and all emerge? performed together? Yeah, when that would be think, pretty cool.
3: I don't think you mean merge like the two schools merge. No, together. perform. Like group, yeah. yeah,
4: perform mm-hmm. something. Yes. I think that. I don't know. Tight.
3: They they're gonna have to get off their high horse of winning <laughs> if that is ever going to happen. It's gonna have to happen. It'll be great. Yes, but I feel
4: like I'm gonna get some tweets about that. So feel free tweet at me. <laughs> <laughs> um any other predictions? Anyone want to jump in?
5: Yeah, I think it's going to be the best episode of the season. Obviously, we've got this is a Britannia strong game going yeah, on. So, yeah. obviously, I'm, I'm like,
4: yeah, I mean, they're <laughs> another one of my favorites on the show. So, I'm excited to see that wedding. I feel like we've been anticipating it for so long now that it's finally time. Hey. The wait is over. Yes, absolutely, and we will be back next week with that episode. Um, you can tweet at AfterBuzz AfterBuzz TV, and you can tweet me at Stephanie Wanger and Hannah. You can tweet.
1: You, sorry, you can tweet at me and follow me on Instagram at the Dude and Roxy. You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. and Marissa.
3: <laughs> Marissa, you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Serafini TV.
5: All right. We
4: have all four of us here by the end of the episode. Just want to point it out. We'll see you all next week.
0: <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.